something must be very wrong. Welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast HQ for all things contagious and comic book related. Contagious. Hey now, I am John, and I am trying desperately not to get Charlie sick. That's true, and I'm the one that doesn't want to get sick because being sick nah, stinks. He, but John, he wants to. He wants <laughs> I, to. I want it real bad. Happy, Look at the way I'm dressed. Happy Comic Book Day observed. Happy yeah. Comic Book Day observed to you and to everyone listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Murray Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please hit that comment section like Mothra's challenging you for your dominance now i Those know you a no joke i know what some people simply must be thinking they must be saying to themselves self he doesn't feel well self his code name is showtime johnny because he is so busy that they had to postpone the show there's only one topic that i think would pull you out of sleepy time there's only one topic that can get you in this condition. Still looking good. You got like the, the just this part of your face looks dynamite. The, the ninja look. It's kind of working for you, yeah. bro. Storm Shadow made it happen. Storm bro. Shadow did make it. And that, of course, is a film not in English, not in color, and our seats didn't even recline. Yo. We are we are free. <laughs> And those tickets cost us like $100. So much money we spent. We're talking about Godzilla minus one minus color. Godzilla uh, Godzilla minus one minus color, which was the clever, the, like the most clever uh, follow-up to like a, to like renaming, uh, renaming a release. It really the, was like the colorless cut. Was that like the other fucking shit option? the um and truth be told charlie i mean we and we can't really be blamed because we're just perfect but um with so much going on we really slept on this big ass bottom of the ocean lizard i don't know if it counts as being slept on because the day the movie came out we were desperately trying to make our schedules work. Yeah. However, where our codependency truly shines is shit like this. It's not most of the Marvel movies. Some of the Marvel movies, yes. There are certain movies that it feels like cheating on our brotherhood. It feels like I'm doing our oh, to friendship go, to a disservice. To watch a separate and one? I'm tempted. I don't know if you were ever in like a shitty, toxic relationship where like you wanted to watch a second episode of a show... And then, like, you watch it anyway, and then you lied about it. Of course. So many times am I tempted to be in a shitty brotherly relationship with you, and I refuse because we are... Now, I do want to bring this up. You weren't feeling well. That's funny. Alex. Today is probably the sickest you've been. I can make the show minus color. I mean, but I did not want to just pull the trigger on a gag. Let's be, can you imagine? I sit down, I'm like... Oh, fucking blind. Oh, that, Lord, have mercy. I think some of the shit in our studio may have convinced you otherwise. I just, but if you're uh, like me when you're sick, I hone in on one thing. I just start playing piano perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> you being sick makes you Rain Man, then do you uh, try to get sick? If being sick got you superpowers? Well, if getting if atomic an atomic bomb uh, would have wake you from your fucking slumber? 
I mean, the, the, the current trend of like, okay, well, if you're, if you have something, uh, if you have a shortcoming, potentially a challenge and other, other ability, uh, differently abled, <laughs> like, but that means I can also fly to yeah. Egypt in like a the blink of an eye. I might go. You want a daredevil trade? Cause like, be I will trade you my rhythm. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, walking is for the birds. It really is like for chumps. I like four walks a day, and they're all with Jameson, just because he's just having such a good time. But John, uh, do you want us to be minus color? Or are you afraid people are going to think they got sick and died? Uh, no, no, I, I think Here, uh... Ellis. We'll do a special post show one day. I'll give you that black and white glory. Maybe for we'll re-release this episode, Ellis. I I will. Uh, don't say that because I'll do that. Like I. I mean, you never know. Let's you have that know. be our first Instagram. You show. want to mention the the slightly different next week? Yes, yes. Next week, before we we jump in, um, I love this. <laughs> before I even get to my thought, John got sick because of Godzilla's heat beam. Makes uh, total sense. Yeah, uh, next week, Showtime Johnny, not available Sunday, not available Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, not available Saturday, and that means he's not available Friday. So I reached out, I pulled out the Rolodex. And we'll be joined by live from the Secret Stash co-host, employee of Kevin Smith himself, uh, Christian Cordez will be Movie joining maker us. maker extraordinaire. The first episode ever that one of us won't be on. We have no, fought Christian, through. Uh, Christian joined. Uh... No, we've had people on the show, but both of us were on it. Oh, I showed you up. You and I, I have been... In the, in the uh, dressing room when, for like five seconds. Yes, that's true. When I was sick, we skipped a bunch of episodes. Yeah, you poser. When you were otherwise engaged, I was like, do you want me to just get a co-host? And you told me to go fuck myself. So I was like, I guess I'll do the show by myself. I'm like, uh, I've been, Yeah, I do everything else in my stupid life alone. Um, but John, one thing I didn't have to do. So tune in next week. Really awesome episode. Uh, Christian's going to be doing a movie pitch. I can tell you right now, it's uh, it's it's gonna be ridiculous. It's Battlefield Nerf. He spoiled the title. Nice. He's gonna pitch Battlefield Nerf. We're gonna be Nerf. We're gonna be talking about uh, all things Kevin Smith. Uh, and we got another topic that's uh, that's super secret right now because I haven't decided which of the three I want to roll with. But one thing I did not have to do alone, I didn't have to go to Jersey to get Christian to tag in. You and I. So Godzilla minus one. Um, and again, for a movie that for the lion's share of a month, we were desperate to see. In color. We kept hearing good things about Ellis was losing his mind that we hadn't seen it yet. So I don't know. I don't know about the voices that are in your ear. I was told, which superlatives notwithstanding, when somebody's like the best Godzilla movie ever made, you have to just take things with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like, why can't you just say you really liked it? That's, that's a, a real Charlie that's move. An, it is. It, it is. is a Charlie move. Um, that that's enough to 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 solidify my desire to move things around to go see it. Um, but that's what I was hearing. Best Godzilla movie ever made, uh, and they said it straight face. I'm like, oh, all right. And what's well, I, at least for me. I find Godzilla fans almost identical to comic book fans, identical to pro wrestling fans. Uh, These fuckers find an aspect they like. 
they will find the one installment that they thought was peak huh. and then everything else not necessarily stinks by comparison yeah. but one version so gets that. put up on an uh, idol obviously that's the matthew broderick msg the the what the jurassic park style million velociraptors um you and know what i love that about that version one? of godzilla straight up showed up in uh, uh the prequel uh prequel trilogy like is that godzilla yeah the 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 american godzilla shows up in i think final war and What's fucking that? real godzilla it's final war final war is one of the toho godzilla oh, films oh, gotcha, gotcha. and he gets first of all he's like the shittiest cg version of himself and he gets fucked up and what's awesome is there's a line where a guy's like oh fuck there's two godzillas and one of the like soldiers is like that's not godzilla stupid ass america thought that was godzilla that's some shitty monster that's he sucks movie. godzilla took him and ellis correct me if i'm wrong i believe i might be superimposing this with a kong um he took that uh uh the american godzilla by the neck in australia and like flung him into like a famous australian building and then atomic breath his tits off like american godzilla existed in toho and then will never fucking exist again no my titties it would it would be the equivalent of like if if ben affleck took christian bale and put his made him like Fight a curb and just stomped on the back of his head. That was the asshole that this we... American Godzilla got. So, so American Godzilla is who? Uh, ben Affleck, the greatest Batman to ever cinema. Now I know we're <laughs> both sick. Holy shit! I thought you'd appreciate that. Um, I get nervous the minute someone starts praising something. I get Charlie's the best. actively. Charlie's the greatest Charlie I've ever seen. How dare you? How life. dare you? Um. Yeah, the the opera building. That's amazing. Um, John, were you nervous at all when you sat down, or did you get a sense, like, or were you like instantly in the mindset of like, well, at bare minimum, this is gonna be good. Well, well, here here's the thing. So, I had two, I had two kind of like, uh, red alerts going off walking into that building. Three. Um, the price of the tickets. I had to get the a, price of the popcorn. I had to get a personal loan <laughs> to get something to eat and go see the flick. Uh, but then also as well as it was talked up greatly. And then as well, seeing it in black and white was like very niche and very oh, cool. It but was... then I thought, hold on. Then I thought, well, fuck. I hope it's not like one of those things where they just desaturate the color. And like, mm. here you go. Because that's not really black and white. That's yeah. like watching something through a filter. And yeah, but uh, I have Instagram, I've seen this effect. And uh um the, the the first fucking thing that happened was that I'm like, oh no, this looks great. The... This looks just like the black and white Godzilla flicks that I watch on like Sunday mornings. Yeah. Godzilla writing growing his tail up and in, shit. in Brooklyn. Um it it, it looked right. It, it was like obviously full hd yeah, yeah, yeah but it looked like it was filmed in black and white so let's start let, let's just rewind slightly because when you sat down that trepidation was only around the potential like cg wash filter that you were gonna get hit with was that like really it because otherwise you were like man bare minimum it's gonna be good movie got fucking re-released in black and white it has to be a good sign no no i was worried that people people uh talked it up too much 
And uh, it wasn't a short movie. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, man. If this isn't, if this isn't, is not what I hope it is, that will kind of blow chunks. So for me, that's a perfect way of, that's a perfect way of saying it. I had taken everyone's hype. I had put it through my filter of like, well, it's recent, recency bias. Like Ellis, I love Ellis, but like, if you give Ellis a Godzilla movie every six months, I feel like you'll have a favorite Godzilla movie like every 12 months, you know? Um, Cousin, Cousin Paul. Paul. What's up, Papa? Um, with that being said, mine wasn't about the time investment because at least we have popcorn. Mine wasn't about even the quality because I feel like I saw enough posters to be like, if it kind of looks like that. For me, what kept resonating in my head was they were like, this is going to change movies because it was inexpensive. Like, this is the clerks of Godzilla movies. Like, we fucking did it with a shaky cam and a dream. The big takeaway I got from this film was confirmation that passion trumps money. Passion trumps uh, uh, 30 talking heads putting together a film. This felt like such, such a fucking home run. It, it's it, undeniably good. It was a Godzilla classic movie, right? If someone said to me, aside from the HD aspect of it all, this came out in 1974. <laughs> I'm like, all right. What's a, do you, the one thing I would love is like, this is why I shouldn't have time travel because I would take this film replace the first Godzilla and just watch people be like, they recorded a fucking giant monster. Because there was some, you know, Godzilla, Ellis is bringing up it in, in the chat on Facebook, a great story with actual human emotions will always be better. Also, I feel like the humans of it all tends to be the Godzilla curse. Someone like me, when I sit down for a Godzilla movie, yeah, you don't care. About I it. don't give up. It's so hard you, to get me to invest. You sit there and you're like, "Oh, I wonder how Godzilla <laughs> is gonna wreck this bus full of people. I wonder how Godzilla is gonna pop a couple of uh, people in his mouth like peanut M and M's. <laughs> I wonder if Godzilla is gonna like fucking punt, you know, punt the bus uh, through the uprights of a you know of a, a Japanese building." Um, yeah, no, absolutely. So this movie did not depend on the, um, didn't depend on like the fucking, the, 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 the shine of destruction. Yeah. Right. They're like, yeah, you know, it'd be really cool having a giant lizard. That's a result of the U.S. bombing us. Yes, allegedly. Having no, we bombed. We don't prove. We that. definitely, nah. we definitely bombed them. I don't believe that. Oh, man. Oppenheimer is a film. You gotta stop. USA, USA. You need to get off YouTube immediately, bro. <laughs> I did research. No, you didn't. I do all my Stupid. research on X. Ah, oh, you fucking bovine idiot! Shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna get one of those installed so, CPUs in my he's brain. Like, eh, I've got a four-year degree from YouTube University. Shut up. Anyways, but that being said, again. Um, it was a, a, a human fucking story. And even more to the point, Charlie, this was a story where human life was precious, was precious. And I don't want to sound like I'm beating my own drum, but I clearly am. Yeah. I have been talking about this constantly, maybe since episode one of this, of this podcast. Um, for whatever reason we have become as an audience, as a society, as a people, 
as a country so fucking jaded and so uh, and life is so cheap mm. that for me it ends up taking uh it, it takes so much enjoyment yeah. out of this stuff when 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 superman snapped zod's neck yeah with only about five minutes left in the flick i i legitimately almost left i was furious yeah i was furious and here's a flick and we lived in delusion for a while where you where where you um where you have a giant uh you know i mean is godzilla a god you know an ocean god god don't think we really know if my man likes his fish a little sushi action cooked um no not sushi he boils that shit some sushi's cooked charm Oh. Um, but like um, you know, the one of the, the over the overarching stories happening in this flick is that life is, is precious and sometimes doing the right thing without necessarily uh well what's in it for me attitude mm. ends up uh working out for you in the long run. To me, that's a better story yeah. than Godzilla fucking, you know, playing linemen. Uh, and knocking down three buildings and, and, like I said, throwing a fucking bus full of kids yeah. into the next county. Well, what it does is it, it, it elevates itself almost, right? Because a Godzilla movie, despite their efforts, I think they've, they've even with the American at-bats, I think the goal is tell a human story by way of this monster. Uh, until like the last Kong one where they were just like, ah, fuck yourself. Like the monsters just gonna like, slap shit. Ding. Yeah, ding. exactly. Oh, rest, rest. Uh, we'll talk about that before the show wraps. Hello. But, John, again, the magic trick for me yeah. is those humans being so well developed yeah. to tell the life is precious story without uh. being without being so preaching preachy. It, it wasn't preaching um, it wasn't contrived it at wasn't... no point does this film hold your hand in fact there is the <laughs> in the third act you okay more more okay i got worried for you for a second i was about to get out your way um the the film i thought was gonna do a trick the hero into learning a lesson move uh-huh. and it's like final 10 minutes to turn him into rambo and in that final 10 minutes they go no we're smarter than you everyone uh-huh. is an active participant in their life even when they're inactive because i don't want to give away the story this is like a must well they have watch film they had without exaggeration i want to say double digit uh, uh arcs yes arc. yes everything from godzilla itself to fucking to the pilot the to the neighbor chick, to the to the little kid to the neighbor to the fucking uh, uh to the mechanic on, on the island mm-hmm. um it, it was just there was so co-workers that's three there was so much going yes, they kind of pull a jaws the town itself in the second half of this film shows up like as a first of all, magnificent work with visual storytelling because yeah. you're able to differentiate every fucking body, right. and they're all like dirty and fucking poor and trying to rebuild. They do one of the fucking best three years or so evolution of 
the the city the of time, the, the, the time passing they the, everything was a, a an absolute well thought out on paper first yeah. i wonder and then executed super how, well how long did they how long did they develop that flick before it began to film and then after the fact uh, before it was released does anybody know I'm sure how long the does. process was. I don't feel like it was long. Like just by virtue, I think this is one of those situations where the, the, I just feel like because I don't actually know if Yama Yamazaka Yamazaki. I always butcher the pronunciation. I don't know if he was just the director, or if he was one of the writers as well. But whoever put this on paper, this story has been in their head for a decade. Sure, like there's there's no way. But before we we dive a little bit into that. I want to talk about uh, what about the budget helped it, what may have hurt it, what you thought about it. Uh, I want to talk about this in relations to there's another Godzilla's coming back, the American Godzilla's like soon, and his Donkey Kong looking friend has a power glove. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to talk about performances. I want to talk about the closed caption of it all. And I want to talk about the virtues of black and white versus uh, color. Uh, but first, John, just because I don't want you to actually keel over, let's pay a couple of bills. And one thing that I really, really loved about uh, Godzilla is something that we're losing touch with. Because of its relatively low budget, they did not have to have like Fritos corn chips in seven out of eight scenes. Uh, like some of these podcasts will kind of fill you with all sorts of merchandise that they subconsciously want you to buy. We're not like those piece of shit pods, mainly because no one throws us tons of money. We take a little money from people we love. Uh, today we are once again brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands, and of course is Bad Mary. Heard them in the intro, you're going to hear and see them at the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can follow them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on patreon.com forward slash badmary. You can stay up to date at badmary.com for merch and upcoming performances. But my favorite part, John, is their entire discography is available across all music streaming services. Word up. And then you got to ask yourself where we drop in. As always, it is with Sergeant Finesse. Currently, you can find him streaming in the PM. Uh, the PM only on Facebook and or Kick doing his thing. Uh, currently, he's in New York with uh, with uh, the general. She has an event uh, for the uh, for the this month's release, their cover party. Um, so he's he's nice and cold right now. He got, he got very very used to the Florida warmth. Um, also, as well as check out Joker's underscore stream underscore over on Twitch, doing that Fortnite thing like fucking way better than any non nine year old child has a right to do so. Uh, great streamers, a lot of fun. Uh, check them both out to Dizzy. Uh, one more thing I did want to mention before we proceed with the rest of the show. Uh, at this point, we're going to not quite get into spoilers. We're going to get a little bit more deep conversation about the flick. But at this point, I need to let you know if anyone is in your ear saying that you uh-huh. shouldn't absolutely run out right now to catch Godzilla minus one minus color in theaters where it belongs. Uh, they are one thing and one thing only, and they're like that chinless some bitch George Lucas, because they're liars. Why? Because Han, Han shot, shot first. first. 
Clink. I salute. Oh, yeah. Getting back. This, I suspect, is what happens when you have a writer, oh, a director, and a visual uh, visual effects supervisor rolled into one. This is a master class in how to do it the right way. Strong story, compelling idea, original in its throwbackness. Well, that's that's the thing to me is this movie would have with all of its positives, uh, and there were a great many. If Godzilla looked wrong, yeah, it would have taken me right the fuck out of it. And what's it interesting, absolutely would have. And you you made a good allusion to Ooh. Jaws, yeah, because one of the things, hey Nicky, um. We haven't gotten to Bodies yet on Netflix. Bodies on Netflix, no. That might just be the name of Nick's newest uh, personal tape. You can get to him on OnlyNicks.com. That's valid. That's valid. That's valid. Um, no, Nick, we're, we're talking about uh, Godzilla Minus One. You in particular, if you have not caught it uh, right now, I think the black and white is still in theaters. Maybe for another Ellis, week. Ellis said take. yesterday, but he was wrong last time. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, Nick, it is so worth checking out. So this was my actual point going into it. While at the same time being very new, the movements of Godzilla, its um, its uh, uh, fluidity, mm. and, and, like it just looked like a giant animal. Like, like that's how it looks. But then on the same token, when it had reached kind of like final form, you know, the fucking the spines on his back just pop, pop, Jesus pop, 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 Christ. pop. Um, that made me almost piss my pants. Well, then what ends up happening is like, now you have a high def, new version, Godzilla that starts moving in that classic yeah way to the point where you're like, well, you know, just like just like any of us, when you're young and spry and fucking you know, uh, everything's still working, you don't got a hitch in your knee or anything like that. Yeah, you can get around like a fucking champion, but. Oh boy! After a couple of years, man, and it ain't the years; it's the mileage. Starts a little stiffen up a little bit. I what I liked about it is by the end he looked more like like you could throw a person. Absolutely, in there. Ellis. To rock he, his own. Yeah, just he, ignore me. Pay attention to only Ellis. He did not feel CGI. That's true. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like it felt like you could have made that a suit, and a dude could have crawled in and fucking fought the Power Rangers. That's her. The voice. only difference is you didn't have to see the zipper. Like you did with those classics. Let me ask you this. Now, in, in, you first. In uh, uh, being fully, fully trans, transparent, the single best Godzilla throwdown was versus Dave Chappelle. Like we've all acknowledged <laughs> that that's the top of the mountain, but this is I'm a very pretty close, sure it was like Godzuki. Very, very close second place. Uh, for me, it might actually be gone because they didn't make way for fucking Madam Web. Well, so some, thanks, Sony. Some theaters. Uh, I'm gonna blame go specifically longer. them. John, the the CG's not perfect. You and I, in real time, the one little chunk of the conversation we had before we drove separate cars. Of course, I was running late. The one bit of conversation is like there is one scene where I'm like, I fucking animated the tanks. In one scene. There's one scene, three See? tanks move. It looks out of an N64 game. Now, we, what you said to me, I just want to remind that. you your quote. Your quote was, well, that's intentional. That's to feel like a throwback. I think so. I call, respectfully, I call shenanigans. I think, I think since they had X amount of money, when the option came to like, 
we can work a little bit more on Zilla's scales on his feet, or we can work a little bit more on these polygon no, tanks. I think you're wrong, man. Because, be, <coughs> to be favor, God, interrupt this punk. <coughs> the the I'll let you. Nope. Okay. Let me finish. I thought you so, did that. I did. I did. But you waited for that to be over. He's like, now nah, I'm gonna cut you off. Well, I didn't want people to have to hear. So um. A huge part of that entire, and and you hear about stuff um, like you even hear about it with the unreleased Ghostbuster coming up, with like oh that's just um, like you're 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 kowtowing to the to the fans and nostalgia and blah blah blah, yeah, idiot. That's why I keep <laughs> on going back to this restaurant. Yeah, because this restaurant makes food that I like. You fucking bovine cretin nothing. Well, I that's what I want. So when they did something like having the fucking a toy tank, <laughs> right? Kind of fuck like spinning. It it just so throws you in that in that member. Yeah, that that fucking thing where you're like, yes, man, this is great. It was like a fucking time machine for me. And also they waited so long. To have the, the the music pop. Oh, oh, when it oh, when it fully well they tease it. What I love is they really took us through all the bases. They gave us first base of the theme, where it was just like bomb, bomb, and it was like oh god, oh god, it's gonna take out my dick. And then by the time it took out your dick, it was on. It was like Zilla made sweet love to us, John. So whose dick was that? Yours or Zilla's? Both. Or... Little sword oh, fight. Boy. He won. That they, it also was like, like that's, it fucking a, that's a given. Had a little spinal gimmick. The the my biggest takeaway from that film was, from what I've seen, because I haven't seen the color version. I'm very excited. I'm praying that it's on the same Blu-ray. I, I asked about the color version with friends of ours. That uh, that's what they were um, utilizing to like fucking insist that we go see it. They lost their fucking gourd over the color version and i sat there watching it was so good it was like hard to imagine i sat there i was like this has to be better you know what this it feels like be better. so when they filmed the original brandon lee crow yes they filmed it as as black and white as legal like, they, like it was black and white almost like if you rewatch that film uh -huh. they don't color correct it as much as they made sure everything was set up for kind of that that black and white aesthetic from what i've seen of godzilla and i would actually love ellis's opinion it feels like they were very muted in the color version because they wanted to kind of sell how you know desperate kind of the world was because there's no real points in this film where you're looking at like a flowery meadow yeah so you can probably any, get away with it all you got a couple like, of nuclear bombs dropped on your country it's yeah, it's gonna, It'll, gonna you're affect not, you're you. You're not gonna have a, a normal Wednesday. After so, for you, it was a direct time machine, right? For me, Ellis, I appreciate that the color version was gorgeous. Was it like vibrant? Is really more of my question, just because I, I know you, you have seen it at least a couple times. Um, for me, it was less of a time machine directly and more of a, oh, this is enhancing. The throwback nature of it. Creed three kind of does a very, very stop it. Does a very like anime vibe to the finale fight. 
And what they were going for was they were trying to invoke a feeling that I think minus one did masterfully in as much as like they wanted it to feel like a classic film without feeling obligated to use cardboard buildings. Because even if those tanks were intentional, I don't think they were. I think they were. They were. I think they're because of the budget. I think everywhere else, I think they did their absolute best. They, I think they did the best they could to spend every dollar wisely because Godzilla at points doesn't look perfect. But who gives a fuck? Once you're all in, yeah. right? You think about Endgame, which is the, the action movie that everyone rants and raves about. That movie visually has some gl- ugly, ugly, ugly thing. I think the portal scene is an awesome scene. Yeah, that's not that, rendered well. They, but that's not a throwback. Like, well, I'm not remember saying the last is, end game? I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it doesn't matter. Yeah, what I'm you, saying is... Because I think you're congested, so it's kind of closing up your ears. Um, I sincerely think that there are, there are instances where... The, what you're what you're getting out of it can fight any battle and i think this is proof and i think other movies should take this hint you can spend a little bit less if you have someone who really gives a fuck well but but here's the thing too like it begins i think on the page of course so the the execution <coughs> yeah sure that's that's fucking fantastic and if you have something where you know they don't have the the financial wherewithal to do everything yeah that maybe they want to do on paper well yeah sure then you could start like well what if we did this and what if we did that and what if we did the other thing um but that doesn't take away from the the necessity to having the the source material be solid yeah and it, and it really just was i i can't remember um another fucking kaiju movie where the focus was so so much on the human elements. When Godzilla destroys some shit, being vague on purpose. Uh-huh. Specifically when Godzilla was wet and destroying specific shit. Yeah. I genuinely had a moment of terror. Which is so hard to do with a Godzilla film cuz I'm pretty sure there's no Godzilla. Like, I'm pretty sure we're fine. And if it is, it's going to fuck up Tokyo first. I don't know, buddy. Those pirates and stuff like that. Like <laughs> that's they, a very, that's there, a very good point. There were a lot of Kraken fucking... That's a good point. You know, water demon for stories me, out there. For me, though, I couldn't get over. There's this great... Uh, there's this... I already popped up. There's this great moment where there's just something destroyed. And it's amazingly set up because it's exactly what you want. Someone goes, Godzilla's fucked now. This showed up, yeah, and then Godzilla's like, "Eat a dick, this," and like knots it into a pretzel. That is a direct quote. It's a quote. Godzilla actually, it's his only line. Godzilla yeah. finally had a line. Um, as we as we begin, kind of the the wind down. That's not, correct, Ellis. That's correct. You don't read that out. You're not rooting for Godzilla, and that is one oh, of those. That's true. That is one of those. Um, like it's a change of perspective. Right, so so as Godzilla was leveling up, like uh, that, I was all I'm like, oh snappy nappy, here comes the fire breath, here comes. I I don't think that this is going to be um, a spoiler per se, but uh, I'm gonna do it anyway. If you don't want, if you want to be totally clean, plug up your holes. Godzilla's in effect mutant healing factor. Like I kind of sat back. I'm like, oh snap! That 
Well, that makes sense. My God. That makes sense. So you're going to tell me a giant lizard story. You're going to tell me a failure of a, a kamikaze story. You're going to tell me a crazy chick, a crazy neighbor, fun time, you know, cleanup crew story. <laughs> I'd watch a series of movies of those book guys. I'm saying, like, they, they threw so much at you, and at no point did it feel overwhelming, and no point... Where you sitting back like, all right, enough of this. Let's get to that. Um, and it was, certainly wasn't Godzilla going fucking ape shit. Um, when was, was the, so so well done? When was the last time there was at minimum five characters in a movie that you were introduced to, and all five you gave a fuck about? That that's like that is. Uh, I'm not literally asking, but like huh. that's special. Yeah. I didn't give a. I, I'm not picking on Marvel. Yes, but like is. I he, didn't he, give he, a he, fuck he. about all the Avengers in the movie Avengers. <laughs> like you're 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 evil. It's not because I'm evil. It's because blonde eyebrows freak me out. Um, uh. for me though, I just love that we had an event yeah. film yeah, yeah. that wasn't Oppenheimer. In as much as, and I love Oppenheimer. I'm Oppenheimer like, is kind of a prequel. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. Oppenheimer is. 10 megastars, like a three and a half hour runtime, talked about for two years as it's being developed. Before anyone sees a trailer, they're like, it's going to win some fucking awards. And then there's minus one. And it's just like, what's this? Like, it's a Godzilla movie. What's it about? The fuck cares? It's a Godzilla movie. I heard so little. And again, I'm not tapped in the way someone like Ellis would be, but I'm also not tapped into. The, I'm not tapped into movies the way that some people think I am. I don't care about production shit until kind of after the fact. I'm I'm a read-the-book guy, like the visual history guide. That gets put out after the movie. So for me, the fact that this so... The minute I saw the trailer, I said, go fuck yourself, I'm in. The moment that happened. I don't know if that's been true for a film that hasn't been from Jump Street spoken about is like oh this is one one of those films i'll tell you the reason why it's a foreign film mm. right so this flick in case anybody is still unaware this film is in the original japanese thankfully not the new japanese the original japanese yeah the original Classic um, japanese. the the thankfully they didn't dub it because i loathe i loathe <laughs> dubbing especially over material that that i yeah. particularly like potential spoil spoiler alert for a future topic when we talk zorro there's some fucking amazon has money but none in their dubbing department jesus christ well yeah yeah yeah. that that'll be a different topic um but but this fucking flick um and and you know friend of the show and friend in real life uh sean burbich he makes it a point. He's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit and watch a movie and have to read. I just won't do it. Um, but my man Sean, you're missing out, dude. You're missing out because first and first, mostly, it's not, uh, it's not, um, not a consistent monologue. Yeah. So it's not the people always speaking. It's not the people always spitting information or whatnot. Most of what happens is visual, and you can. The acting is done in the face. The acting is done with. <laughs> interactions and everything like that. Um, so for the same reason that when somebody says, oh, check out this anime, 
um, and you watch it in this dub, they're like, well, that's Dunk on Ice. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't watch it the way it was supposed to be. Something gets lost in translation 100% of the time. The best dub, if you... I, I've watched entire series. That's an oxymoron. Ghost in the Shell, one of my favorite anime. Mm -hmm. I watched 90% of that dubbed. And I was having a good fucking time. And then the last season came out, and I wanted to watch it right away. And the only option was like, closed caption in Japanese. John, I was mad it passed me for enjoying it. Because, like, the major alone, and I think the, the English actor who dubbed uh, that character, I think did a great fucking job. Yeah. But it was, like, it was like comparing Jordan to everybody else. You're just like, oh, something was lost. And maybe what's lost is... You don't just get the script. You don't just have a director kind of piecing shit together. Instead, what you have is the creation being built around a performance. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and Alice brings up a good point. A really great dubbed movie, I don't know always as a rule, but some of them do work as silent films where you just throw up, like, placard cards. And, and you could just have be like... The dialogue written on the screen. Look, if you guys are trying to straight up kill Sean, then maybe <laughs> hand him a script, maybe and a, like a, a clip light. Page maybe, three. Maybe that 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 would fucking do it. Was there anything about the presentation other than like our seats? It's really mad at that AMC theater. They really kind of fucked us. Um, was there anything that didn't surpass your expectations? Uh, me personally. I had pretty high expectations. I think yeah. I went in nervous that, like, everyone was wrong. I don't know what they could have done. I don't know what they could have done to have no. me be like, made, like, a sequel right away. Like, they just roll another installment. Like, now it's in the 80s. Um, the baby grew up. Like, I don't know what they could have fucking done. But for me, Jesus, it's, it's very fucking hard to not put that in my, like, list of just banger it's just a it's just a out the gate classic of course he has to rank shit i specifically every didn't. every time we know what you would do it minus one though we know what you do minus one does get the rocky effect though the first rocky film is clearly the best but it's not my favorite uh. like so still i feel like for me my favorite godzilla is probably the rocky four of godzilla films but you know we all have our flaws yeah yeah Mine's the music video that Puffy did. <laughs> so, so I guess my question to you would be, um, with the financial windfall, the the profit margin that this flick had, because it was not a super expensive flick yeah. to make, but it was incredibly well received. They had two, they had two distributions within the same run, um, so they're pocketing yen hand over fist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's still a business, so you know they're going to make a sequel in yeah. this style. Zero, I guess. Well, what would you what would you like to see from it? That's 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 pretty good. Thank you. That's pretty good. Um you know the human story now is annoyingly very very important. Of course. So, I think you almost need to find you need to find like the next Godzilla almost needs to be added to an already fucked situation. So maybe you just move it to the next war. 
What would be the next world-ish war? Well, for us, it would be Korea. So, so I think maybe you move it, maybe you move it there. Because again, the the temptation I thought Ellis was suggesting, like where they could go with it, because all I saw out of my corner of my eye was Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Um. I mean, for me, Shin Godzilla is is so goddamn good. Um, Mechagodzilla was ruined by fucking Ready Player One, so I don't want to talk about it. Um. You know, again, for for me. This is also tough because my real answer, you go. No, no, it's just a. Oh, my my real answer is I fully trust them. I hope they bring back the entire creative team. I hope they they throw money at this guy. I kind of hope the budget doesn't go up. Like, give everybody back end points and then, like, fucking as stressful as it might be to make a movie like this scale with less money. Again, more money, but but not. Don't feel the need to pump. A billion dollars well, into no, this fucking flick. I think we this, learned a lesson. This, let's remember it. This movie was, let's make a classic Godzilla flick. So even if you handed this guy the bag, he's not gonna take it away from that, that uh, um, design. So I don't think we really have to to worry about that. Um, and that's a rarity to say something. Along those lines, it's a beautiful thing, though. So, but yeah, no, I, I think that, um, I think that, oh, Ellis, that's a that's a legitimately good point. Yeah, I don't want to share that yeah, just because it's a little spoilery. bit of a spoiler. Um, but no, yeah, I, I think that, and don't don't do the superhero thing where you're like, now there's ten kaiju. Yeah. No, you 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 take one, you you add one to the fucking fun, and um. But again, the human element, the human story has to be paramount. I, I want to just ask you this, because I don't want to steal your question. Obviously, feel free to answer your own question if you wanted to. Uh -huh. More important to me, though, than what you kind of want to see out of a sequel, do you want in this universe there to be more monsters? Do you feel like the natural progression is always monster v. monster? It can never stay no. monster v people. No, not necessarily. Because what's very funny is like in my head, part of me was like, Zilla versus the world, baby. Like I almost don't need another kaiju. I do. Do you have a specific? Let me ask you that then. Who would you want to see in the sequel? Rodan. Oh fuck yeah, dude! That was like locked and loaded. That was locked and loaded. I love that. Fucking yes. Do you want them to keep the humans? Like, do you want this to be a direct absolutely sequel? So we have a, a the, relative. The only thing that I don't want is like, oh, the kid becomes like a fucking scientist. Uh, a scientist that happens to be working. I'm like, shut up, stop. You know what I wouldn't mind if like, if the kid becomes obsessed with Godzilla. So like, if Godzilla like doesn't pop up for twenty years, this bitch is doing research on all the quasi sightings. Becomes like a Godzilla groupie. And, like writes a book. That's I kind of like when they do that. Hey, when they're like, "Hey, George, when are you going back to Florida, bro?" Yeah, I'm. I'm sick. Yeah, he doesn't want to make me I'm, sick. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to get Charlie, uh, Charlie, uh, sicko. Cause, God, I'll, I'll, I'll never stop hearing about it. My God, it. he will have to fucking fuck. Be bad. It'll be bad. Uh, John, let me. You're back in Florida already? Well, he just the, the Sarge cold. finesse. This just stop being a show. You're just back chatting in, with your pal now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Only I get to chat with my pal because he's talking Fair. about Godzilla. Fair enough. Um, The door that this opens is scary. 
because there's going to be a bunch of people that want now throwbacks. Why is that scary? That's a good thing. Because they never, because that's like, they fucking blow it every time. Traditionally, uh, we open the door to a brave new world and then someone's like, I know how to just make money. Here's the worst version. What old school type flick would you want to get another bite at mainstream? It can be very, very specific. I'll give you mine. Do that. Let's fucking get critters off and pop it again. The, the fucking the little alien the fur balls, bro. The, the toilet monsters that bite your balls when you sit down. You're telling me for 10 million they can't make a fucking banger ah, of course critters flick? Of course they can. I barely remember that film, but I think I should be the one to write it. Because like you got a buff guy from space. You are you're woefully too young to watch that when you watch that. That's probably why. I wonder whose fault that was. I mean, honestly, my my my. <laughs> you gonna skip over the fact that it was definitely your fault? I mean, most things that, that were inappropriate <laughs> in your your youth were hundred percent my fault. No, I am um I am desperate while we still have the opportunity, because we're losing fucking. We were losing people right and left. Um, I need Conan the King. Yeah. Quick. I need you. That motherfucker's knees are going. I need you to wrap up. Wrap up that, that, that fucking story for me. I need Arnold on the throne. Um, that visual. Wearing the alone. crown on a heavy brow. Just that visual. Um, you have to go see this flick. If you do not see Godzilla Minus One, color or no color... If you don't see this flick, you're doing yourself a disservice. I do not know how this movie doesn't stay in the con. This is now a new measuring stick. Like this yeah, poor fucking Kongzilla movie coming out. Whatever they did, whatever type of movie they make, made rather, I hope they lean into whatever they are. If it's goofy, be goofy. If it's just monsters slapping monsters, I hope it's. <coughs> Oh, you sick! I hope it's the Son most bitch. monster slapping monster shit ever because it needs to be wildly different. Oh, it Otherwise, be, it's gonna be alarmingly it needs to be crazy over the top. Needs it, it would be alarmingly like a downshift at this point. Uh, but my final thought: absolute must see, absolute instant classic. Deserves the praise it's getting, um, and I think it's gonna be one of those things that it ages incredibly well when this hits. The Netflixes, when it hits the HBO Maxes, I think this is one of those flicks that's going to keep being kind of rediscovered. Yeah. And I think this might be the gateway drug for your boy Sean to finally read a movie. I don't know, man. He just doesn't read it. He's like, I don't know what happened. That shit was like, look uh, awesome. Uh, no way. Yeah, no, my, my final thought, honestly, like, it, it already feels like an old movie. So, so I think it's one of those things that you can maintain for sure. Um, and kind of keep that momentum going on. But yeah, I do hope that it's a gateway drug into bringing back the flavor for these franchises that was the reason why we liked them to begin with. Are you ready for a Kong throwback film already? Mm. They really haven't figured that out. They really Is that just dead in the water They with three at-bats now? No, but you, you know what's another one that does it? The current, <coughs> the current Planet of the Apes run is as good or better than the <laughs> fun fact we were in the movie theater and they showed the new trailer and i lean over to you and i'm like i can't believe how great this franchise is considering where it came from and you thought i was talking all the way back to like the 70s 
and you were ready to fight me in the movie theater. Yeah. I was talking about fucking homeboy who got canceled. I and I would have been justified too. <laughs> I talked about I was talking about the modern incarnation of Apes films because I think that first one's good. It's fantastic. But then the next one's great. The next one's better still. The next, like that's another movie over movie well, well, that might be the best ramp up. More, more happens though, so it's a little unfair. Totally. You know, but um, yeah, but you can also sit and binge them all. That's just, true. Have a great, hairy day. The absolute last thing, um, you know, I know we don't always do it, but since it happened today, um, Carl Weathers passed away. And this is, this is a... Action Jackson will never be the same. Fuck yeah, man. This is a, uh, you know, first and foremost, we're a comic book podcast, but we, we fully dip into all things comic booky, And we have covered on this show a lot of the Rocky films, the, the, the Creed films, Mandalorian. There, I am far more obsessed with this. You right, Ring? Nope. I am far more obsessed with this than is healthy. Um, I fully admit that. But I'm one of those people that I'm constantly thinking about, like, death and what we leave behind and how we're remembered. It is so rare to know someone is in legendary status uh-huh. before they're gone. Carl Weathers, for decades we've known, this guy is immortal. Apollo Creed, um, I mean, the most famous gif of all time, him and Arnold fucking flexing while while high-fiving. Chubbs. Um, fucking Chubbs, Chubbs this guy, This guy literally had, without question, this guy had four or five full career runs. Was about to be in the Super Bowl. He's in a Super Bowl teaser commercial yeah. for the kick gimmick. Um, I, I, I just, I would have felt, I would have felt disrespectful. Would have felt wrong to not address a, a person I've never met having such a wildly positive impact on my life because of his body of work. So, okay. so rest in peace. Gonna be missed terribly. There's so many movies now that are gonna have that moment of me being just in awe of of what we lost but but rest in peace what a tremendous tremendous uh human by all reports everybody in the last couple hours since the news came out uh everyone ever worked with was like literally exactly who you'd want him to be total gentleman total total great great human was just at a convention a lot of my a lot of my wrestling friends he was at a convention that had a bunch of wrestlers i think it was like he was one of those premium items it was like 350 for his autograph, and everybody was, everyone who could pay that much was more than happy to because getting a few minutes of his time. And apparently he was amazing even even a week or so ago. But, nice. but rest in peace. Uh, got the shorts uh, behind us today on the set. I'm going to find a nice spot to, to keep him close to my heart forever. Uh, Carl Weathers absolutely rules. But, John, there's only one very dramatic way we end. I don't expect you to go full bore because i do not want you to pass out but let's get you laying back down the only one way we end each and every episode of us comics we'll be back wednesday we're talking a movie about nerf we're talking all things kevin smith specifically he-man's newest season which absolutely rips uh but john show the nice people the steps we take because first you gotta turn the power on then you gotta turn the volume up then you gotta tune bad mary and open up the window wide and scream out it's the next guy scream the space girl Oh, we are.